You're listening to State of the Arts, a show about the arts, theater, and creatives in and around the Philippines. Located in the upcoming Circuit Performing Arts Theater in Circuit Makati, Makati's culture and entertainment district where something amazing is always on. On each episode, we invite industry leaders, arts practitioners, and audience members to talk about current events that shape and further the arts in the country. My name is Christopher. Together, let's talk art. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of State of the Arts. I hope everyone's well and staying safe. This episode is the final episode of our first season. Can you all believe it? Six full months. In that span of time, we have talked to several industry leaders, creatives, and arts advocates, and came up with 24 educational, insightful, and fun episodes. Woo! I suddenly got tired talking about all of it. While our conversations were always dominated by the current pandemic we're all in, I still thought that each episode provided a very interesting peek into the wonderful and day-to-day artistic lives of our guests. How their art affects the community we're all in, and how each of their gifts provide a welcome respite from the dark and challenging times we have been experiencing. I am truly grateful for every artist and arts practitioner that was generous enough to share their time and join us for each of the episodes. You all have made the last six months exciting, to say the least. Thank you, dear guests. I, along with our listeners, truly appreciate it. Trying to come up with a guest list, as well as a theme for each week of the last six months, was a challenge in itself. State of the Arts, the podcast, is so new in the game. I myself have been gone for the country for almost 20 years, so I was not particularly confident we could ask people to join us and talk about the art. Also, I was really concerned that nobody would be interested to listen to a show about the arts, to be completely honest with all of you. It's not something that is particularly popular. But then again, I was very insistent. I felt like we could fill an existing void within the podcast community. Nobody's really talking about the arts currently, at least not here in the Philippines. With the Samsung Performing Arts Theater in Circuit Makati opening soon, we needed another channel to engage with the community and this sort of fit the bill. More importantly, when the country was placed in mandatory lockdown sometime in March, The arts were the first ones asked to close, and now, going on our 10th month of quarantine, with most of the industries already back or trying to get their businesses back, the arts, particularly live performances, are still nowhere to be found. I felt like, as an arts sender, whose mission is to be the home of the Filipino, global, and international talent, we need to add to and keep the conversation going about the arts. The theater and the community that supports and breathes life to it. When the lockdown first hit and nobody had access to anything, it was really the artists that continued to share and offer an escape from the harsh realities 
we're all facing. All of a sudden, much coveted artworks and performances are accessible wherever you are and whatever time you feel like consuming them. Yet, despite all of these, artists were still considered non-essential, and much of the talk from almost every news outlet in every medium that's out there were concentrated and kept talking about and asking the same thing. Is this the new normal? Is live theater dead? Is it not coming back? I really felt strongly that we can, in our own little way, contribute to the ongoing conversations and say that theater and live performing arts will never go away. It is coming back. And as we all say in the theater, we are just in a very long extended intermission. Thus, State of the Arts, a podcast by Samsung Performing Arts Theater, was born. I, I, I still laugh trying to think about the very first time I thought about starting this podcast. I still remember vividly all those attempts to experiment from me thinking that, you know, I should start sounding a certain way in, in order to be listenable. I also remember thinking I needed certain gadgets in order to make it appear like I'm, uh, I am a legit podcaster. I don't even remember the amount of equipment I, I got or I bought that, funny enough, are just now collecting dust and are not being used because none of them were useful or allowed me to have a podcast that sounded great, had good audio quality, and is even editable. So thankfully, our audio engineer, Ziggy Chavez, a podcaster himself, came into picture and helped us retool our equipment and made each episode as pleasing as possible. Thanks, Ziggy. I, I really don't know what we'll do without you. I was also fortunate that my colleague in the company, the marketing manager for Makati, Sharon Vital, was very encouraging and supportive. She believed in the intent of the podcast and agreed that it would be a good addition to the different ways we're trying to engage and reach our target audience. I think she had the unfortunate job of listening to earlier takes and different experimentations prior to launching the first episode. I mean, bless her heart. But through all of that, she was very positive and was really supportive. Thanks, Sharon. Also, our team in the department, April and Mia, as well as our digital agency partners, 31 Digital and Passion Fruit Marketing, provided us with the finishing touches that made anticipating every coming episode exciting and full of life. It truly takes a village, huh? Even something as simple as an arts podcast. So thanks, guys. We made it. Throughout the six months, each of our guests, even for a brief moment, allowed us in their daily lives and gave us an insight on what it takes to be the celebrated and successful artists that they are. I would say that all of the episodes were special, and each of them thoroughly were highlights. 
It was wonderful to have the artistic director and vice president of Cultural Center of the Philippines, Mr. Chris Miliado, as our very first guest. I think he set the tone for how the rest of the podcast was going to be. His episode was one of the most listened to, and frankly, it was for a good reason. He had a wealth of experience, runs the Cultural Center, who is celebrating their 50th year in the middle of a pandemic, and most importantly, he truly believed in the power of the arts, particularly Filipino art, and how this can change lives. Another guest that I thought was very popular, and if you're looking for further proof on the reach and popularity of musicals, particularly foreign touring musicals that have been regularly seen in the country, the episode featuring Samantha Sewell of GMG Productions, one of the leading theater producers in the Asia-Pacific region, should be enough evidence that their market is huge. Her episode remains the highest rated episode for the season. I also thought that it was very interesting that several of the episodes that we featured and we have guests talking about important but very current and relevant things were used as an educational or academic tools by a lot of the listeners. Perhaps maybe a lot of them were students of our guests. I don't know. Playwright Pat Valera of the Decada Setenta and Mulasa Buan fame. His episode was used by students as a resource for their papers that they were doing. I believe the same thing happened for the episodes of Dean Rudel Taton, who talked about piracy. Vincent Yu, who talked about arts criticism. And Pipo Gonzalez, who talked about responsible arts journalism. Their episodes provided great insight and valuable information, and what a treat truly to have them. Ayala Foundation Senior Director who heads the Ayala Museum, Mariles Costillo, was also a favorite among our listeners. I didn't doubt this, knowing the extent of the work and the programming that the museum puts in, and how everybody was sort of thirsty for museum art. So I was not surprised that her episode was one of the most listened to. My conversations with sculptor Reggie Yusin and graphic designer for international brands Arxine Manikis were fantastic. Not only did they take us into their fascinating world, they also had a they also had wonderful experiences to share and believe in promoting Philippine art and helping educate future artists. I think the same could be could be said to the principles of CSLDI, the most in-demand architectural lighting firm in the country. I thought they offered some great insight on what makes a boring building or facade all of a sudden exciting. But you know, I really have a special place in my heart for the episodes featuring Lekha PH leaders and their heroic efforts to save every Filipino dancer that they can, one individual at a time during this pandemic, and Fifth Wall Dance Film Festival founder and director Madge Reyes, who didn't let the pandemic hinder her goal of putting and successfully 
presenting the country's very first dance film festival. Congratulations, guys. I'm truly proud of you. Of course, we had our share of stars that joined us and gave our tiny up-and-coming podcast that much-needed gravitas. From the king of Philippine musical theater, Adi Himora, the filmmakers Quark Canaris and Carla Ledesma, the international conductor Mar- Maestro Marlon Chen, the theater industry stalwarts Jenny Hamora and Santi Santa Maria, not to mention Wonder Kids Ed Loxon Jr. and Mike Solomon, we really had our share of infamy, huh? Is that even a good term, infamy? <laughs> well, what I was wanting to say is that we had our stars. But I wanted to also say that we are very grateful that these artists allowed us in and shared with us their time and talk about their gifts and passion for their craft. Of course, the podcast afforded us a much-needed platform to discuss some of the more pressing issues we're facing today. Leading property management company in the country, APMC's Mike McBussell, talked to us about how they're protecting and ensuring the enclosed spaces under their care, making sure that they're safe and protected from the virus. I also had a great time talking to Congressman Christopher DeVenesha, who talked to us about his tireless work in advocating for artists and freelancers, especially during this time. Shakira Villa-Symes was one of the organizers who bravely took on the leadership role in initiating the National Live Events Coalition Philippines, specifically to rally support for the live events industry and making sure that everybody remembers that live events are here to stay. And I think most importantly, I also wanted to thank are four brave individuals led by Congressman Geraldine Roman, who talked about representation and diversity in the arts. That episode truly opened not only my eyes, but I, I feel like a lot of our listeners' uh, eyes and allowed us to be a lot more welcoming and appreciate the differences that each of us bring to the table. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So what is next for us for State of the Arts? At the beginning of next year, we will hopefully be inside the world-class Samsung Performing Arts Theater in Circuit Makati. Our episodes can perhaps feature some of the state-of-the-art spaces we have in the building while we talk to our guests. Also, Perhaps a video cast would be in the works so that you, our listeners, could further relate and appreciate the wonderful artists we have on the show. And and when we are allowed to once again gather together, we definitely would feature some of the performers and productions that are going to be hosted in the theater. So make sure you stay tuned and watch out and keep yourself updated because... We're definitely just started. I'm proud to say that in our short and relatively young existence, we've already been shortlisted as one of the 17 must-listen and follow Philippine-produced podcasts in the country today. Also, 
What was once a non-existing genre in the podcast landscape? We now have a few more who are gracious enough to acknowledge that it was state of the arts that inspired them to start and talk more about the arts. So not bad, I would say. To our dear listeners, thank you for allowing us to take you on this wonderful ride. We hope to offer more next season, and we hope you will continue to stay with us and keep the conversations going on the current and future state of the arts. Till next time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe on your favorite channels. State of the Arts is a weekly podcast and is available on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. We're also on Facebook and Twitter with the handle at State of the Arts PH. Share with your friends, family, and fellow arts aficionados and help us get the word out. For the latest news, including construction timeline and updates on Circuit Performing Arts Theater, follow our sponsor affiliate Facebook and Instagram pages, Circuit Makati and Make It Makati. Thank you for joining me today. Till next time.